Canadian Western Agribition is going virtual this year. Normally, this would have been the show week in Regina. CEO Chris Lane says cattle show videos and results are online this week under the Agribition Evolution Series. This year marks the 50th anniversary. And with that in mind, Agribition is searching for the top 50 influential people in Canadian agriculture. Glenda Lee Allen Vossler caught up to Chris to talk about the search. This is a program that we've kind of been thinking about and trying to figure out when the best time of it was uh, to deliver it. And, you know, we have some great partners, one of them being FCC, that that, uh, came on board and we really decided, you know, the agriculture industry uh, in a lot of cases doesn't get the celebration or recognition it deserves all the time. So we thought we would step up and do this now. And really what it is is uh, we wanted to take the search from coast to coast to coast across Canada across all sectors of agriculture uh, and try to find um, people who are making a positive difference in a lot of different ways. They can be, you know, primary producers. uh, They can be scientists or researchers or policymakers or entrepreneurs and business owners, um, even volunteers and and industry association leaders. You know, anybody who's really working on, on influencing and driving positive views and positive work in agriculture, that's who we want to spend some time getting to know and celebrating. And it doesn't matter where they are in Canada or what they're doing, um, but if they belong on the list and deserve a little bit of recognition, we want to see a nomination. Nominations are open right now, and there's five different categories. Yeah, that's right. And and we wanted to come up with some categories that really allowed people to uh, uh, stretch their uh, imagination about how people can fit into uh, being influential in agriculture. And we've got, you know, upstarts. These That's for young people who are uh, really making their name and, and early adopters of technology and, uh, and really that youthful enthusiasm around agriculture. Uh, you know, then we've got mentors, people who have, uh, you know, clearly stepped up to share their experience and knowledge and help a generation along um, do good things as well. Uh, you know, then we've got innovators. These are the people that are uh, like I said, the researchers and uh, uh, inventors or, um, the, you know, uh, agri-tech companies that are really uh, pushing the limits on what we do around technology and how we do process in agriculture. Um, you know, and then we've got deal makers. This is one where, where we really are talking about the people who are um, at the board tables uh, in our uh, in our industry who are keeping the, the deals going and, uh, and making sure Canadian agriculture is a global affair, truly. And then uh, one of my favorites, I think, is designated hitters. And these are the people that we turn to. These are the people that, you know, have a strong voice and have a strong character and always represent agriculture well, uh, not only to, um, you know, consumers and, and the people down the block, but also around the world. So lots of different ways that people can have influence, lots of different ways that they can be exhibiting leadership. And, uh, you know, no matter where you are on the value chain, if you're doing good work, I think uh, I think you deserve a, a pat on the back, and that's what this program is about. Now, if people are listening to us today and have somebody in mind, maybe, that they would like to nominate, what do they need to do? Yeah, well, two things. I would really encourage people to nominate someone they know, but people can also nominate themselves. Sometimes we're not the best at talking about ourselves, but that's okay. It's all online. Um, we just want to make sure that the people who, who deserve recognition are getting it. So you can nominate someone you know uh, or yourself, and it's a simple nomination form. It's at agribition.com, um, and nominations are open until December 31st, and then uh, and then we start that judging process. And the final 50 will be revealed on Canada's Ag Day, which is February 10th, 23rd.
I've been talking with Canadian Western Agribition CEO, Chris Lane. Thanks, Glenda Lee. Continuing on today's Prairie Egg Wire, we get a hog market update from Tyler Fulton with Hams Marketing. He talked about forward contract prices. Forward prices have been relatively stable. Um, we've got the the nearby uh, contracts that are kind of jumping around from day to day. Um, I think the the market is a little bit skittish, resulting from the the you know the uh, impact of of the second wave of COVID nineteen. Um, the futures market, which the the forward prices are based off of in in this nearby time frame. Um, really are trying to contend with all of the new information um, that comes in and, and kind of questioning whether or not there's going to be major supply chain disruptions that could result in, you know, a, a major price influence. Um, so as of yet, we haven't seen any major, uh, any major problems. Um, and so um, the, the futures have been, or the forwards, while they've been, really choppy they've kind of been staying range bound for this for this nearby time frame the later time frame such as uh, April May June uh, of next year they're they're trading right around the levels of you know average cash prices at that you know at that time of year uh, that we've seen over the last three or four years um, and so there's reasonable value there but um, we think that maybe uh, you know if if the market were to appreciate by another um, you know five percent or so uh, that it, for those producers that don't already have protection in place, they can add um, add some protection and just get some certainty on their cash flows over that time frame, where you know they'd have certainty that uh, there'd be positive that that they'd be looking at some profit good profitability at that time. And uh, what about? Uh U.S. cash markets. Cash prices in the United States have been kind of pressured steadily lower. Um, that's generally a, a fairly common feature of the market at this time of year. Um, tomorrow we're dealing with the U.S. Thanksgiving holiday, which causes a pretty significant disruption in the in the processing uh, side of things, um, and it, it's mostly because we're at peak hog production, market hog production right now. And so when you take a, a, a full day's kill out of a week's kill, that's a 20% reduction, and it causes a bit of a backlog to form. Um, it's nothing, you know, it, it, it's something we deal with every year, um, but we are, you know, we're dealing with some pretty significant numbers, um, bumping up against, you know, 2.75 million hogs, um, on average, um, and even even slightly higher than that. Um, so those are those are pretty significant numbers. But as of yet, we've not seen any major problems with uh, you know, for example, another uh, another round of shutdowns relating to COVID-19. Um, and so, knock on wood, we're, we're we'll continue to to uh, to move through this critical time frame without too much uh, of a disruption in slaughter capacity, and consequently deal with um, you know no terrible losses on the from where we're currently sitting at on the cash price 
That was Tyler Fulton with Ham's Marketing Services giving us an update on the hog markets. That's it for the Prairie Eggwire for today. If you have any questions or opinions to share, send them to us by email, thefarmdesk at goldenwest.ca. On behalf of Glenda Lee Allen Vossler, I'm Corey Canute. Thanks for listening and have a great afternoon. The Prairie Eggwire will return tomorrow on the Golden West Farm Network.